Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Bachelor Nation. A little switch up today, guys. We actually have no guests today. However, we are going to be answering all of your relationship questions. And we got some good ones, Mike. Yes, we do. I yes. can't wait to get to it. Absolutely. But you know how we do, bro. We got to get to our hot takes first. So I'm going to kick it to you so you can start us off. I'm going to change it up today. You know, we normally talk about the show in regards to like how people act or their behavior in regards to a relationship that they're trying to pursue. But I want to, my hot take is in regards to uh, something that happens more than people would think, more than people would assume. Uh, it happens a lot in my family and families that I know of. So, I'm going to take you and Rachel, for example, right? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> and I know you say context matters. So before you even say that, I'm going to let you know the context, okay? I'm learning you. Uh, you and Rachel are married. Beautiful couple, right? R&B. Rachel um, does something that, you know, she, that's just, she does something, right? And she gets seven years. Seven years for, in jail? She gets seven years in jail. Oh. Seven years prison. And this was something that, she caught a case. She caught a case. She caught a case. She, <laughs> oh, no. You know, somebody she slapped upside. I don't hey, know. Whatever Rach, happened, what right? You do? <laughs> <laughs> Something happened to where she got seven years. Uh, you know that it wasn't like there was no premeditation, right? There was never like a baby. Shouldn't be selling drugs. You know, it was nothing like that or whatever, right? So you can't be mad because it there wasn't was no malicious intent. There was no malicious it. intent, right? Okay. It just it happened. She got seven years, right? My question is. Do you stay? And I want to know the whole, I want to know everything. I want to know everything. Do you stay? Uh, are you holding it down? X, Y, Z. Let me know everything. Well, I, bro, I mean, <laughs> we're married. That's my ride or die. You got to stay. I mean, there's no other answer than that, right? I mean, for seven years, damn. Lawyers, are, she's, an, gonna, she's a lawyer. You're going to be almost she's 50. She's a lawyer. I, f I feel like she's going to get out of that somehow. But No, she, I mean, she, 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 it, was, it was 12. She got it down to seven. Oh, it was twelve. You didn't say that. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So, so she, so she got a deal. Um, yeah, man. That's that's my ride or die. I mean, you know, conjugal visits. I'm sure I'm going to be visiting her in prison. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you be the end of the day, baby. I need to go up there. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to work it out, man. We're going to work it out. Uh, do we have kids at that point? You, you let's do say not we have, have kids. kids. You do not. No, you do not you have do not kids. Have kids. Is there a name for like <laughs> creating a baby in jail? Like, is there like? <laughs> oh, I know that's a good question. Like, like conceived but in prison. Yeah, I never thought about that. Is there a name for that? That's a good and question. And do they get like special like treatment? treatment? I mean, obviously, a pregnant woman in jail. I mean, I don't know. We're going all the way off the cup on this one. Now, no, but, but that's 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 the beauty of a hot take, right? I wish we had uh, Rachel here as well because I would. What I I had this conversation recently with a young lady, right? And okay. this is why this came up to be my hot take. Her thought was her first thing. She said, "Because uh, I was I brought up this this rapper. He's an artist. His name is Gucci Man, right? Gucci oh, Man. Gucci Man. Yeah. To the audience that don't know him, I'm trying to say his name pro properly, right? Gucci Man. And he did some time, a lot of time. I think it was seven, six, six years, I believe he did. He might be less, might be more. And his lady stayed with him. And he, they immediately got married right after, right? Like, I brought, she's, a, she's I used, a true, she's a true. She's uh, a trooper, right? Yeah. I brought, I brought their situation up. This young lady I was talking to, she said, that's because he was, he was holding down a fort. He was paying for stuff still, right? He was, he was taking care of what he needed to be taken care of. And I said, that's BS. That's not fair. Because 
what if they were at a point to where he didn't blow up just yet? Yeah, he. I, that was big Gucci Mane, right? Like, yeah, that was, that was fat Gucci. You know, he hadn't made it to that transformation. Yeah, yeah where he was just like he. He, he was a Gucci man with the perfect teeth, you know, the porcelain the, teeth. He the wasn't that hadn't guy. Happened yet? Okay, correct, correct. This was <laughs> this was sipping lean Gucci, <laughs> right? And so I said, that's not fair because, like, what if he? But he still was well enough to where he can send home like ten ten thousand dollars a month. And so, mm. but what if he wasn't at the point yet? Do you stay? I mean, you are well so established, I'm, Brian. You're so a doctor. You, you're an owner operator. You're well established already. So are you saying it's like it would be conditional in that situation? Like if he wasn't able to produce the 10K a month to, you know, have her living right on the outside. Are you saying that maybe she would have been like, bro, seven years is too long. I got to survive in, this, in these streets. In this conversation I, gotta, I had. Yes, it was conditional upon that. And I said, uh, that's not fair. I was like, you should know your partner and you should, you know, Look, the basic conversation was, are you a ride or die? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the conversation. Like, if I wasn't your, if I'm if I'm married, right, or not even in my marriage, I'm just we are in like a a seven year relationship, a five year relationship. We've been together five years. We're about to get married. I propose, right? And my girl get locked up. That's gonna be hard. It, it, I'm not gonna lie about it. It'd be hard because I'm trying to have children. I'm 34 mm-hmm. years old today. You know, I mean, so I, you're I, saying before the vows, because I mean, it was before richer or poor <laughs> through sickness and health. You know what I'm saying? Like I want I see this is why I need Rachel. We need to call in Rachel because I wonder what she was saying. She's like, OK, what did Brian gonna, do? We're going to get her on the pod. Hold this question because we will get her on the pod for an exclusive interview. We're going to ask her questions that nobody's ever asked before <laughs> on any podcast that she's ever been on. Yes, just, I want to know. Just this. present these scenarios. I just want to hear what she says. We'll have to. We'll have to. But what's your hot take, man? All right, man. So I'm going to relate it back to the show. Um, you know, last night or on this week's episode, we saw Sarah, you know, she did a little too much. You know what I'm saying? Like the girls basically called her out. Of course, after the psychologist basically said that somebody was being performative. Um, that's what let the cat out of the bag. And then, you know, there's a lot of questions being thrown out about who it was. And Clayton was obviously interested in finding out who it was. So he, uh, he basically asked all the women and three out of the four women that were on that date after Genevieve went home, of course, basically all pointed to Sarah that she was, you know, puffing out her chest and talking about their relationship and how great it was. And I think she mentioned that they were crying at one point. So apparently that made the other women insecure mm-hmm. uh, about their own relationship because they're like, damn, how can I compete with that? She's like crying on this date with him. And, you know, they have this emotional bond already. And it's like, I'm not there yet necessarily. So, but at the same time, I think that came back to bite her in the butt because yes, there is something to be said about not telling your quote unquote friends. And you got to think she's competing with these women for the affection of this man. So it's not like, these aren't like BFFs, you know what I'm saying? Like they met a couple weeks ago. So, you know, I feel like a lot of times in friendships in the real world, real world there is there can be jealousy and envy, right? From other people that you Absolutely. think are your ride or dies. But in reality, they want to see you doing good. I'm sure you've heard of this saying they want to see you doing good, but not better, not than, better than you, not better than Correct. you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it, you got to think you put too much out there you know, you're opening yourself up. I mean, privacy, I believe, is power. And privacy is power in the sense that what people don't know, they don't have access to, and they can't spoil it, right? And I think that she gave so much and exposed so much about their relationship that it made the other women salty. Mm -hmm. And in turn, once that uh, Pandora's box was opened by the psychologist, they just, they took it and ran with it. And they basically told Clayton, and that was the end of Sarah. Like it there was really nothing was. she could have done. <laughs> like really we, we we saw a different Clayton last night. He was like, yeah. yeah, I just don't believe you. Like he, he looked, fit, he, he looked her straight up. in the eye. He looked her straight in the eye at, with those tears, or like, yeah, maybe they. I don't know. I think she was putting on a little bit of a front. Everybody was calling her out for the fake tears, and I think Clayton called her out on it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, 
all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Bro, that's, that that's was a it. side note. That's a side note right there. I I just hate when a woman cries, bro. Like, cause we talked about this before. Like, it disarms you, bro. It disarms you. Like, oh god, you know, what, <laughs> you just forget everything and want to console. You know what I mean? Yes. So I, I, it's just so. Like a lot of times, people can be manipulative or gaslighting, but like, bro, tears be. There should be a word for tears. You know, fake tears. Like it really should be because I'm yeah. not saying that Sarah's tears were fake. I know a lot of people were coming at her saying they were fake. I don't know if her tears were fake or not. But I will say this about Sarah. I think that it was a rookie mistake. Because I don't myself. know if she was being I don't know if she was being malicious or not. That's what everyone is saying. But I don't know if she was being malicious. I think that she's just really young and enjoying her experience and wanted to just speak about it. Yeah. No yeah, one's no. seeing that. No one's seeing that side of the situation. I don't know the girl, so I may or may not be right. But it overall, it was a rookie mistake. Yeah. She should have kept some of that stuff to herself. Like, um, I do feel though that well, my apologies, bro. I do feel that the way Clayton was acting was, bro. He learned his. He's learned his lessons after Cassidy. Like he is. He done with the shit. And I don't blame yeah. him. I'm on if, Team Klanos for that one. Like, hey, listen, if he, if Shanae, he saw through Cassidy, Cassidy like, and Shanae, yeah, I'm it's completely, like Sarah was no match. <laughs> yeah, he was like, like I, he was like, Sarah, I'm sorry. I, I've seen it all. If this was week one, maybe we could get through it. He's like, I'm, I'm done with the shits right now. Yeah, uh, no, like, like in comparison, bro, like I just, as far as my experience was concerned, like I didn't want to, like I wouldn't, even, I wasn't even thinking about talking about my relationship. Like I kept everything private. Like I was, you know, I stayed down low in the cut like i didn't say anything like that first Brian, night you went on there as a full dad bro you went on there as 37 years old this girl 23 <laughs> yes you're right you're right there's there's possibly a little bit more maturity there but i'm saying like people that puffed out their t- i mean bro there was guys like picking up the rose the, the first impression rose that was laid out on the table picking it up putting it on like y'all can go home Oh, bye your bye. season for real? I, yes, bro. Yes. Wow. Like, I got this. Like in the meantime, me. I'm like just sitting back in the cut. Like, okay, when's my time? Take advantage. You know, make the most of it. That's Stay so quiet. Tacky. Because everybody, like at the like, there were. I think people were surprised. They were like, "Wait a minute, where'd this guy come from?" Like he, we haven't really. He hasn't been boasting or anything like that. He just got the first impression. Where I was like, "What did he do?" So like, I just maintained that coy attitude like the whole season. Like I was very superficial. When people ask me questions about our relationship, like it seems like she got deep with it and was giving intimate details about what was happening on the date. And like you said, I thought that was a rookie mistake. Like it was a rookie mistake. I, I think that I think that you're a veteran, you know, uh, in the way that you handle the situation. Obviously, the way you handle the situation as well, because this is. I can't say that Sarah didn't like Clayton. Yeah, and I think that's where we we get confused. She may truly have liked Clayton. She could have been performative and being dramatic or artistic in yeah. the way that she was uh, expressing herself. But that doesn't mean that, that she wasn't there for the right reasons. All that Correct. means is she was being performative. Correct. And so and I, she still I want to make sure that people understand the difference in the words. Right. She still could have been there liking Clayton. With good intentions. Yeah, she should have. She could have been having good intentions and Clayton sent her home. Sorry, Sarah, you just, you know, after Cassidy and Shanae, he was like, he ain't done. He ain't playing the shit no more, <laughs> which I don't blame him. But as well, she, I just don't, I want to believe that she didn't have bad intent. I think I, that she's just young and a rookie. I, I agree, bro. Like, I don't think we know what's in her heart, obviously. Like, maybe we find out more at the Women Tell All. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. these women called her out for that, and they, in their opinion, and in their, obviously they were there, so we got to, 
you know, I yeah. mean, uh, take their word for it in a sense. But they were they were thinking the whole time that she was being malicious for weeks. I think it was Teddy that talked about it, that she was doing that for a while, like for weeks in a row. And but Teddy actually wanted that, to go home. Here's the flip side of that. And we're not talking about this either. Can't you shouldn't she be strong? Like, uh, do you do you think when I see on it, bro? Speak do you think when it. I see uh, from my season, some of them dudes making out with my girl like I have to be strong they they I'm seeing and I'm hearing what they're telling me and I'm seeing the shit I so, gotta be strong so like we, why are we not saying hey you went on a TV show knowing damn well it's gonna be 30 of y'all competing after one person like I, I agree I agree there's that other aspect where it's like wait a minute why are you not just focusing on what you are doing with your relationship and like are you insecure like what's I up with that the word out there you threw the word out there I ain't gonna say that word but that that's basically what happened. No, I mean, the girls were feeling a certain type of way because this woman was exposing all these emotional details about their date. And if they didn't experience that or they didn't feel they experienced that, then maybe they like, damn, like, does he really like me? Brian, that's, let me ask you this question. You're on on all the seasons that I know of that I've talked to people from their seasons to in my season. We already knew who the lead wanted. Like, you know. You were who Rachel wanted, and did some of the other guys talk to you like since the show and be like, yo, we knew she wanted you? Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm sure it happened on your season yeah, where we knew, yeah, it was like, I, maybe not who exactly, like the one person on night one, but it's but like not, not week who. one, week two, you were like, okay, like she, she really you. likes these guys. Like this Correct. is her top four. Correct. You know what I'm so saying? So top four. Yeah, top four. That's all I'm yeah. at. That's what I'm saying, top four. Yeah. So, if Teddy and the other young ladies, she got a first impression rose. Yeah, she that. got a first impression rose. Teddy, I love you. I really think that you know Andrew S might be out there, might be a partner for you, right? But like, baby, you got to be strong. You got to be strong in your convictions, you know. And so, why are we not talking about that side of the t of the table as well, well? Well, to be fair, to be fair, you got to think about it. This is a brand new situation for a lot of people. Right? It was brand like, new for me. It was brand it was, new for no, you. It was, it was brand correct, but some people don't handle it as well as I maybe agree. you or I. I. You know what I'm I saying? Agree. Like, I agree. Like, if you notice a lot, some of the women on their one-on-one -on -one time with Clayton, like, they actually asked him for validation for that security. Like, I need you to validate my feelings. And it's like, it's tough for the lead to actually do that when he's juggling exactly. 31 women. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you gotta be like, yes, it's okay to ask for that validation, but at the same time, you got to know in the back of your mind that what he's going through or what she's going through. And it's like, you can't get everything you want and you got to be strong in those situations and where you might be vulnerable. An you know? issue I have with the leads, bro, you can't be in love with four people. You can't be in love with three people on this, in this show. Well, apparently that seems like what's coming down the pike here with Clayton. No, so I, I understand the, the ladies from this season trying to, get some type of do you like me do you not like me but at the same time i'm not gonna go ask my lead hey do you like me are you feeling me like I'm a, i need to learn that 80 percent of communication is body language organically yeah only 20 percent is verbal right the rest is nonverbal, and so therefore how am i how am i perceiving you how are we picking each other up you know what is our how are we moving with each other you know how do you smile when you see me if you know they, this is what psychologists say if someone cracks a joke in the room you know someone likes you when they look at you first. So it's a room full of, uh, we're, we're our, we're our, uh, our I, producers, I didn't know right? that, that's cool. That's, yeah, that's it's me, you, Rachel, if I have a girl, and like with the producers, right? Somebody, one of the producers cracks a joke. Rachel looks at you first. It's a natural, it's a natural thing psychologically, right? She likes you. So it's the, it's the little things, the body language things, 80% of communication is body language. So the ladies have to realize like, yo, how, it's kind of unfair to ask the lead, male or women, woman, do, are, you know, I need some clarification that you like me. It's kind of unfair yeah, to that yeah. individual. No, it really I, is. I, I agree. And I mean, come on, man. Like you, it jumps off the screen at the same time. Like yeah. maybe when you're in real time and you're in, in it, like, you know, you're in your head and you don't realize it, but you can tell who Clayton likes. Like yeah. they're all like booed up. They're all like looking at each other's faces like this far away. You know what I'm saying? Like whispering sweet nothing. I love Teddy, but I knew that Teddy was going home. Yeah, I mean, it's it, you. Usually the the first impression. I mean, there's been a, a track record of them making it far, but no, I, yeah, I mean, you can just tell there was a little bit of a disconnect toward, yeah, towards the end tell. there. And I, I mean, look at somebody like Genevieve, and then somebody like a Rachel or Susie. You know what I'm saying? It's like. 
they had already expressed, you know, their feelings, their hardcore feelings of love, you know, to him in some sense. And, you know, here you yeah. have Genevieve that, you know, she couldn't bring her walls down. And it's and that's a, just, that's a, that's another thing. Like we're saying that. And for whatever reason today, I just want to take the opposite side of everything. I don't know why. <laughs> so we're there saying, is an opposite side to everything too. Like you could look at it two, you know, different ways. So we're saying that Sarah is being performative, but we are we're sending home Gabby, certain uh, uh, Genevieve. We're sending home Genevieve because she doesn't want to share how she feels to the entire America. Yeah. Really? Like you know what I mean? Like now I will I will say I will not get in a relationship again ever if my woman doesn't know how to communicate her thoughts. Well, here, I agree. I So like, that's I, that I agree with Clayton for doing that, right? I for the wish record. I wish Genevieve in that situation where I feel like she won't come back. She's coming back. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, she, for sure. I, yeah, I think she'll back. be on Paradise, but No, she's coming I, back on his season, ain't she? Isn't she one of the girls that was on a preview? Oh, I don't know. I guess we'll I, find I, out, I, right? I, felt, I thought I saw her in the preview from the beginning. A little, little tease action there. No, but I wish when Clayton was sitting there with the psychologist in front of him and was asking her, like, I need you to open up. Like, why is it that you... Bruh. It's like, how... Like, I understand her point of view as well. I wish she would have just expressed it a little bit more. It's like, Clayton, yeah. how do you expect me to get well, to she know you it. if I don't have a one-on-one? -on -one? Like, you've literally given one-on-ones to two other women if, twice if before you give it to me. So it's like, how do you expect me to open up? Like, the point... I would have loved her if she would have said that. You need time, right? That's like, that's some gangster shit. I love when people be like say some gangster stuff like that. How do you expect that from me? The entire time she's like, I need time, I need time, I need time. And dude didn't give her time. So it's like I agree. He I agree. can't expect her to like, hey, just sit on this couch with this random lady. Yeah, it was a random lady, you don't know. You don't and know just she start is. talking about, you know, your feelings. It's like it was tough. And I, I understand her her you know, her point of view, I just wish she would have asked that. It's like, why haven't you given me a one-on-one? -on -one? Like, if she would have that, said that, I would have threw out a popcorn and screamed, like, yo, that's my right? girl. It's <laughs> like, you want to talk about feeling insecure. It's like, how, do you even like me? Like, yeah. you're giving all this extra time to all these super other women. Fair, super fair. Super and it's fair. like, I, that's a fair question to ask. So, super, super fair. It is yo, what it is. I, I kept laughing because when I think of Gabby, I just, <laughs> I love Gabby. We had her on. She's hilarious. Oh, she's so she ain't going to take no relief, offense to this. Bro. Every time they show Gabby, I feel like she has, like, what just happened on her face? Like, what just happened <laughs> look on her face? Every time the camera is on her, she's like, like, it's just, I just laugh every time I see it. Yeah, bro. She's, she's <laughs> definitely, uh, she's like, what the hell every, is happening? Out of, like, out of everybody remaining, she's definitely the comedic relief. <laughs> like, she's, she's keeping it light. She's like, putting her face in the pillow. <laughs> when, she really when, is. Uh, when she uh, is. Susie came back from the date, it was funny, man. I, I, can we okay two seconds and then i want to get into uh, what we have today Susie's date i have never Ooh. wanted and I, I don't you know i haven't watched the past right i've never wanted to be on a goddamn date more than that date i'm like yo i'm trying to go shopping like hook a brother up i'm trying to like she was <laughs> she was living large listen, she was a, she was the queen and he was listen, the king listen if there's one thing you can count on is that whoever gets that luxury date you're doing the, the right thing date. yeah you're doing the pretty woman pretty man i don't even know what you call the other end but because i got that date right okay i got that date on my season brian you are a pretty woman guy you're a pretty woman i love you bro <laughs> <laughs> um i mean the second i go outside i mean i was even told by a producer like you might want to dress up for this one i was like okay like okay. talking to suits they're like yeah that'd be that'd be nice i was like all right Next thing I know, I'm walking outside. Rachel's waiting for me in this beautiful outfit in front of a Bentley. There we go. And I'm there like, we we're go. riding around in Geneva, Switzerland. She's getting me a Breitling watch. That's so dope. Um, you know, we're having like this fancy picnic and going on a like a gondola, you know, around uh, uh, Geneva, Switzerland. So okay, okay, I might just for those out there, mainly including myself. What's a gondola? It's you know those boats that you see like in Venice, like Italy. Like okay, kind of okay, like okay, that. Okay, okay, I, okay, honestly, okay, I, you, I, I don't you. remember what it looked like. It, it it felt like a gondola. Like we were in the back seat. We were just rolling around, you know, in in the and there was this huge fountain. I remember in Geneva, it was like a, a famous a site in Geneva. Um, and it was special, bro. It's like you can't help but think it's like, wow, she chose me for this date. So Susie, yes. I can't even imagine. Like she must have been on cloud nine. I mean, she yeah. even expressed expressed. Yeah, herself. she. Was, I love how Susie was expressing herself. She was like, yo, I'm. 
crying. She was humble about I feel, it. Yeah, she was so humble. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Even though, you know, we already know who, uh, I still think that, what's her, Rachel? Rachel. Rachel? It's, it's Rachel or Susie. It's I Rachel mean, or Susie. You, you got you to gotta think those are your top two. And then yeah. what, uh, Serene and Gabby are the other two in the top four. Yeah, you got you got to you would say they're they're in quote unquote third and fourth place at the at the moment at the moment just based on what you said body yeah. language the way they interact with each other I mean you could just tell I wonder like an, do Gabby really level. like and she gonna get mad if I say this but I'm gonna say it I wonder if Gabby really likes Clayton I th- I think they all do I think they all have feelings do they like him for him what what I talk about. The what way are you trying to say, Mike? The way the way to get on like if if you were the bachelor, right, Brian? You were the mm-hmm. bachelor. You want to know, every bachelor, every uh bachelorette wants to know, if we was on the streets right now, would you come up to me? Would you holler at me? That's not true for all 30 people. It's just human nature, right? Yeah. On Clayton season, not all 30 of those women would be like, oh my God, he's my person. That's just yeah. not true. If I was a bachelor, not all 30 women would be like, oh, my God, this guy's my person. If you were, same thing, right? It's just yeah. not true. And so I, there's nothing wrong with that. I have no malintent whatsoever. Now, of course, you go, all right, that person looks good. But that's all. That's all. All right, Brian, we've been talking our butts off. But I want to get into these questions because today – our fans, they, they wrote us in, so we appreciate it. Love y'all. Uh, love the love. And I want to get into these questions that y'all have for us, these relationship questions, these love questions, and just the whole nine. So, Brian, I want to start with you. Uh, what is a good first step towards self-love, in your opinion? Mm. Great question. Um, maybe you don't start with this, but I think this is a good possible path to take. I think therapy, right? Hmm. Talking to somebody... Uh, about your issues, about your problems, about, you know, you as an individual so that you can get to know yourself on a deeper level. Right. I mean, that's just one aspect. But at the same time, you want to do things that fill up your soul, you know, with happiness and gratitude and love. And and it's, you know, that's just taking care of yourself, whether it's physically, emotionally, you know, get a workout, take a walk, get some sunshine, you know, drink water, um, say your affirmations, you know, be grateful for things. I just think that those are little things that you could do every single day to show yourself self-love. What about you? Uh, it's simple. It's the same for me. The first step that I would say towards self-love is to trust yourself. Okay. Yeah. And the way that you trust yourself, the way that you started, I, I always talk about it like Legos. Like, you know, when you have Legos, you just put one on top of the other and build upon it. So, for example, I'm about to fly out um, today, right, back to the States. I have really bad asthma. If I'm in a hurry, sometimes you forget things, right? But one thing that always makes me say, damn it, Mike, I I love you for that. I always make sure to put my inhaler in my backpack, Mm. right? It's those little things that makes me trust myself that much more. And when you trust yourself, that's how you can start to build upon those. And the building blocks get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so that's just one simple, small thing. Uh, I always talk about unconditional love. And some people say, well, love has conditions. I said, yes, and the only condition is self-love because self-love comes first, right? And so a, the step towards that, the second step towards that would be to what you're saying, which is just, you know, set your soul on fire. If you know something is eating at you, don't do that. Or take yourself, or remove yourself from that situation. Amen. All right, next one. What is the best advice for a single person to meet someone, someone if they're too old to go on The Bachelor? Best advice for a single person to meet someone. Baby, you, Shit, I'm, today's I'm, age. I'm, I'm single. Shit. <laughs> I need that advice as well. Is, uh, is it an app? I mean. No, I think honestly, it's just networking. networking. Like, I'm, I, yeah, I really do. I think it's just networking. I'm pretty quiet into myself. Like when I go to the gym, I'm not talking to nobody. When I go to the library, I'm not talking to nobody. I don't talk to you unless it's like business of some sort or I know you personally. I think that once you learn how to network with people, and genuinely want nothing but to acknowledge that individual, I think that that's how you go down a path of meeting somebody. I love that because, I mean, essentially what you're saying is you're putting yourself out there when you say networking. I mean, let's say it's for your business. Yeah. You're just going to be out and about meeting people to mm-hmm. improve yourself, right? Correct. To correct. 
you know, acquire, you know, the skills and the the networking uh, contacts that are going to help your business and help you set your soul on fire, right? And the more you put yourself out there, the higher chances are you going to have of meeting somebody. If I was a 62-year-old chiropractor right now, older, too old for the bachelor, as you say, and I was living in L.A., for example, Brian, you and, a few, uh, you know, 20 years minus the single part. Um, I, if I'm a chiropractor and I go to the gym, hey, this is what I do. What do you do? Do you want to you want to get a free service? You know, and those individuals start to tell, hey, I met this guy named Brian. He's really good at chiropractic uh, surgery or he's really good at being a chiropractor. You should go see him. And now now this person that you just met. Now she, uh, this person introduces to a lady named Susie, for example. Right. And now you meet Susie. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Network. No, I, I need to take my own damn advice. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there, Mike. Don't worry. Right. What about you? Uh, oh, yeah. Like I said, man, I think that, you know, you just need to put yourself out there. I mean, for me, I mean, relating it to my situation before the show, I was a workaholic. You know, I'm still I am a workaholic, same, but, you know, same, now I'm married, so I'm same. good. But I was single and it's like, damn, I want to date. I want to put myself out there. But I'm in an office, you know, a majority of the time, like my work the people that I worked with were I saw more than my family so it's a situation where it's like I wasn't able to get out that much and it's like half the time I was like I want to just chill on the weekend and just rest but it's like I also want to meet people you know what I'm saying so for me the apps worked amazingly well you know what I'm saying because it's like you could cut out cut through all the minutiae and and the bs of you know oh give me your number you know wait a couple days call you know what I'm saying it's like you can kind of break the ice with the apps and just you know, go from there. So that for me, you know, it's like they kind of come to you in a way rather than you having to. So that, that was that was what I would say, you know, try the apps and uh, or you could try the old school way and just get out there and network and just meet people organically. Fair enough. Well, Brian, what do you think about this one? Uh, what would you define as cheating? Ooh, I mean, I think there's two types of cheating, right? There's physical cheating and then there's also emotional cheating. Like, I want to hear your take on this because I mean, physical is physical, but like how would you feel if your girl was like on the down low, you know, maybe texting some other guy or, you know, basically talking to them in a way that you feel is inappropriate? Would you define that as cheating? This question is so easy to me. The answer is, would you date yourself? <laughs> OK, explain. Would you date That's yourself? the answer. Like if I'm I right, I'm a single guy, right? If a woman DMs me, I may or may not respond to it. I may or may not. 90% of my responses in my DMs are just because I, they respond. They, they hit me up, so I want to be nice and hit them back, right? Uh, but for the 10%, you know what I'm saying? I might just, you know, try something, right? And I ain't going to lie about it, right? And, you know, it's, it's my old roommate Connor's fault because I used to – I was 0%. I just let Damn it, Connor. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if I'm dating my woman, right – you know, we exclusively date. We're together. I got a girlfriend, and I'm over here on the side, hitting up these other girls. I don't, I don't want my girl doing that. So well, I shouldn't do, be doing don't that. Don't do onto others what you want wouldn't want to be done to you, to you essentially. Correct. Like, but are you doing everything morally and ethically right? Like to look introspectively at yourself, that you're you would be okay with the other person doing the same thing. There's a caveat to that, right? I used to say that the golden question was treat other people how you want to be treated. But that, to me, is BS. My mom used to say that. I love you, mama. But uh-huh. that, to me, is BS. And the reason it's BS is because some people have no issue with that. Right? With what, in particular? Let's just take clear. that example, right? Some My girl, let's just say she's a, uh, a chiropractor, for example. right? I keep using you as an example, right? My girl's a chiropractor. Her clients are DMing her. Like, or somebody wants to be, or somebody wants to become... A client of hers, obviously, that's not the official way you should be doing it. But she might not think nothing's big, a big deal about that. And as long as she tells me that and I and I can conf- if she tells me that up front, hey, just so you know, if you look through my phone, there were some uh, guys that I had DM in regards to chiropractic surgery, whatever the case may be. I might be like, cool, surgery. or chiro- service to go see it. chiropractic service. My apologies. As long as that's why I just say the caveat to that, because every relationship is different. And if my girl was like. Just upfront about the situation, I'd be like, all right, baby, no big deal. I mean, I could talk to, to that a little bit as well. I mean, I have men and women hitting me up on DM sometimes, like, hey, where's your office? Like, 
you know, what, what's up with your chiropractic services? And it's like, you keep it totally professional. Correct. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Correct. if they look, if Rachel wanted to look through my phone and, and see those exact people, it's like, okay, she's a, you know, she's a woman, you know, she may be attractive, she may be not, but look at the conversation. It's strictly professional. It's like, these are my hours. This is where I work. Like, if you want to make an appointment, go on, go on to my website. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, yeah. but now it, it does cross the line if you're doing other stuff, right? I mean, I feel, feel like that would be considered potentially emotional cheating if, if, if you're basically doing things, like you said, that you wouldn't want your girl to be doing to you or talking behind your back to somebody else. Yes, that's, that's my, pretty much my answer. You can't, can I date myself? That's it. Okay, like that. All right. When should a relationship become exclusive? So this is a beautiful question. Uh, I think that's a simple one too. Now, I, I, I uh, this one young lady. I always like saying it like that. <laughs> like this one young lady that I dated post show. Uh, we had a, we had a conversation about this because it was exclusive in her eyes from like literally the first message, the first text message. Oh. Like okay. legit, no, no lie. It was the first time. I'm like, God damn, like, <laughs> hold up. I'm just saying hi. She yeah. put that cut. She yeah, put yeah, the cut. I was like, like, bro. Damn. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Um, but we was at this point in time, we was like, this was months into the relationship, so I, I wasn't. I was. We was. Ex- we became exclusive, right? And uh, but I didn't know that's how she thought about it at all. Uh-huh. And I was like, yo, at least for me, I don't want to speak of anybody else. If, if I text you one time, I'm sorry, but we're not exclusive. <laughs> it's yeah, just not. Wild. I think that when this relationship become exclusive is uh, when you don't want nobody else with her. Like, you know, when you can't, I, when you can't imagine somebody, when you can't imagine yourself losing her. Amen to that. And I right. mean, it, I for me, it's pretty simple. It's when you both decide and communicate that that's what you want. Yeah, you know that's, that's like, pretty like, simple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if one person maybe feels or gets that itch first, it's like, you know what? I don't want her dating anybody else. You know, have that talk with her. You uh, know what I'm saying? And hopefully she feels the same way. And that's a wrap. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. And I, I don't think. You know where you stand, at least. You know where you stand. And for women listening. This isn't a, a man must say that. I think that I, I find it attractive if a woman is like, hey, I really like you. I want to be exclusive. What do you feel about that? What are your thoughts on that? Right. Just have an open communication either way. Uh, this is the, the only woman I ever loved. Right. I remember going on a, a trip with my homegirls. Mm-hmm. And all I was doing was talking about the girl that I that I'm dating. Right. And they asked me one question. They said they were like, Mike, are you exclusive? I said, no, nah, we're not exclusive or whatever. And it was like, so she can go on dates with other guys right now. And I was oh, like, hell no. I was like, hell no. Right? I, I so, didn't think about it like that. Yeah, I, didn't, I really did. Like that thought never crossed my brain, right? So immediately from getting back on that vacation, I was like, yo, I'm back. You, lock, you, you locked it up? I locked it up. Right there. <laughs> like right there. I was like, nah, we ain't doing that, yo. And she was like, okay. You know, it just was, it was just, never a just, thought that crossed got, my mind. You gotta be clear. Until my homegirls told me like, hey, do you, do you want to be where I I mean, but like you see how easy, like I feel like life would be if you if you just, just know how to communicate. Yeah, yeah just, that's it. That's this is it. on my mind. This is it. And I mean, I feel like that's the same thing with this next question. How do you ask for what you want in the bedroom? I say I'm gonna just tell a little TMI about okay, my, okay. my bedroom. I don't a care. Pillow, how little pillow talk little, with little Mike pillow Johnson. Talk. Baby, if I'm doing some things, do you tell me? Do you want me to go to the left? You want me to go to the right? You want me to slow it down? You want me to speed it up? Because what at the end of the day, what I'm trying to do is please you. Yes. And I, and it goes both ways, right? Like nobody's a mind reader, right? Exactly. It's like, like you may like certain things, and it's like if your partner is doing it wrong. And now, granted, there is a, a tact and a way to say. It, oh, right? for sure. Like, for sure. Like, There's a tact. Instead of like, hey, I don't like it when you do this. It's like, hey, baby, you know what I would love? Like yes. for you to do yes. this more and like like this ooh, that really turns down whatever the case may be yes. like say it with a, a positive spin on it you know you what I'm have saying? to be positive about it don't say it <laughs> on my ted talk there's this one line i say in my ted talk i say uh women talk believe me right i said i grew up with all women that's one of the lines i say in my ted talk and <laughs> to the ladies listening don't talk to your man about something that you want the way you talk to your homegirls like you gotta, yeah. We're, we're, we're sensitive, you know. We we you know we got you know we're sensitive, right? And so therefore, 
say it yeah, respectfully the, the, to us, the, please. The, the, the homies <laughs> and the homegirls, those are like the sounding boards. But like, yeah. you got to be a little bit more, uh, you know, with, again, with tact and just with a little more sincerity and just you got to you got to realize that you may offend your partner. Correct. You know, in the way well, you say you, things. So the person that is closest to you and loves you the most, more than likely, but not always, you can offend easier than someone that who don't give a shit about you. Right. Yeah. Like my, my sister can get under my skin 10 times easier than some girl off the street. It's just yep. that simple. Right? But in your opinion, Brian, what does a healthy relationship look like? Healthy relationship. Um, well, you got to start with some obvious pillars. You know what I'm saying? You got to have that foundation. You got to you got to have that respect. You got to have the trust. You got to have the communication that we talked about. You got to always be thinking about that other person. You know what I'm saying? Put them first. Like, I think a couple would be so much happier if they weren't thinking in selfish ways, but rather, how could I be better for my partner? What could I do to make them happy? If both people were thinking like that. There's like, a, there's Ryan, no, there's a beautiful, I'm sorry. There's, ahead, a, no, no. there's a beautiful uh, article out there. It's like maybe 10 years old now. It's called Marriage Isn't For You. That's the title of it, if anyone wants to. Okay. It's called Marriage Isn't For You. And it, the gentleman, the author of it, is speaking the exact same things that you're saying, which is if two people, let's say you're in a you know a two-person relationship, right? No, no judgment towards all those you know other types, but you're in a two-person relationship. If person A and person B both do what the other person needs and desires, your shit will, it's going to work. Yeah. It really will. I wasn't, yeah. that's not my answer though, but that's, I was just to, to go along with your answer. What's your answer? So this past weekend, first off, Ali Wong, do you know who she is? Comedian? She is hilarious. Wow. Wow. I have, for Ali Wong, if you listen right now, baby, I need to be in the front row at one of your concerts or at one of your shows. <laughs> She is, I'd be dying laughing at her. I watched Kevin Hart the other day too, and he, I was like, Kevin, bro, what's going on? It wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't laughing like I was with really? uh, Ali Wong. Ali Wong is hilarious. And uh, she, at the end, the very, I think one of the last five last sentences that she says in this new stand up special that she has is that's what a, uh, a healthy relationship looks like. That's what a healthy marriage looks like. What is that? And she, the girl, oh, she, yo. Look, when I get a girlfriend, we're going to double date and we're going to go to the Ali Wong joint. Uh, she basically was saying, and this is what I feel a healthy relationship is, when I can just say whatever on my mind and we can laugh about the shit. Like if I'm like, oh, babe, that girl cute. And she and I just I just want her to come back, combat me like, you know, say something. Right. I, I find that what a healthy relationship at the end of the day is, is this one thing, which is just I know without a shadow of a doubt that person has my best interest. Mm. Period. No matter what, yeah. No matter what Even the hell comes out. arguing, yeah. No matter what comes out their mouth. Like, if, if, my, if my girl says, Mike, you're a bitch, but I know in the back of my head that- She knows I'm not a bitch. She know I ain't no bitch. She just mad right now. She just, hey, bro, I'm crying, but hey, bro. You know, she just mad right now, bro. Like, and then she comes to me later that night, like, yo, I'm sorry I said that. That's what yeah. a healthy relationship is. That's a healthy relationship too. A healthy relationship is when you know that you are just human. You are not perfect. You're yes. gonna say some stuff that's gonna hurt your partner at times. And you love them flaws and, and all. And right? you love them through flaws and all. A healthy relationship is when you both are convicted in the fact that you want each other and you want the best for each other. All right. Let's see. Uh can I just enjoy being single? Question I'm trying mark. to tell you. Question mark, question mark. <laughs> live your life. Man um, or woman. I don't know who asked this, but live your life. Can't Be I single. just enjoy being single? I think this is a, a question that comes from like everyone just asking this individual. Uh, like when you gonna get in a relationship, right? Yeah, when are you going to get married? I mean, that that pressure comes a lot from family members, friends, right? Bro, I saw both my parents this past weekend. They both was like, yo, Mike, when you going to have a kid? I'm trying to take them to Disney World. <laughs> and you know what's crazy, bro? Like, I, I, like, I mean, I don't know if they meant it in this way, but I, I go here when I, when I see that question. Like, I've seen a lot of w women and men, right? Like, I freeze my sperm. Like, they're freezing their eggs. They're taking 
control of their timeline, right? Like mm-hmm. if they're if women are getting up there in age, it's like they don't want to settle, right? Nobody wants to settle in life. You want to find that person. So if it is taking time, then it's like you have that societal pressure of having kids or whatnot. You have that, you know, locked up in the bank. You know what I'm saying? That, and it's yeah, like you got the net. You could yeah. you could take your time, and it's like live your life, have fun, like meet people, date, and eventually that right person will come along. But it's like Naomi Campbell just had her first child at 51. Yeah. So it's like, you don't want that pressure all the time. It's like, shit, my parents are on me. Like I don't have any kids yet. I'm, you know, over 35 or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? The, these pressures that society puts on us, it's like you control the, you control the narrative, you control the timeline. It's like, you could just enjoy life. And I, like, I've just seen that lately, like some friends on my timeline. It's like, good for you, man. Like, can I just enjoy being single? My yeah. answer is, I live in Mexico right now doing exactly what the F I want to do. You're living your best life. I'm living my best life. My homies are living vicariously through me. Do I want to be in a relationship? The answer is absolutely unequivocally yes. But am I allowing that pressure from other people to get to me? Hell no. Like, I mean, no. Like, you're like you're not going to settle. Like we talk about, bro, you I'm, want no. You want you want a baddie. You want a baddie. You want. Well, when you say well, that, you got to clarify. Baddie well, is more than a just well-rounded. Looks. Yes, yeah. well-rounded yeah, yeah, yeah. woman, all all around. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Can't say that because then somebody go like, "Well, I just want a baddie." You know. Yeah, the looks <laughs> isn't isn't the end all be all. All right, Brian. I like this one. This one's definitely for you, man. Any advice for meeting your parents? Your ah. All right, Brian, I like this one. This one's definitely for you. Any advice for meeting your partner's parents for the first time? This person is nervous. I'm so nervous. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I would take a page out of The Bachelor, right? Like, what do you see when people go to hometowns? They always have something in their hands, right? Like flowers for the mom, like a little gift. Like, I think just like a token of appreciation, I think that goes a long way. Um, so definitely don't show up empty handed, like a bottle of wine, something, you know what I'm saying? But I would also say is from your partner, find out as much as you can about their parents beforehand and maybe find some type of like a connection or something that is, is relatable to you so that you could talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Because like a lot of times when you meet somebody for the first time, if you could bring up a subject, like if the dad loves sports, you know what I'm saying? Like, Find out what his favorite team is and, like, talk about that. Like, hey, how about the the Rams? Uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I think just finding commonalities, um, you know, in the parents and finding out that information beforehand is is just going to make it a lot easier for you. And it's going to break the ice for that maybe that initial awkwardness. And then it'll it should just flow after that. I like that advice a lot. Uh, for me in the past, when I've met ladies' parents, uh, I have a, a clean track record thus far. <laughs> it's just simply being myself, like treating them as if they're like I would treat my mom. Like they're yeah. a, they're a friend of mine uh, who you know gets a bit more respect because they're older than I am, and going from there. Not being trying not to be too scared because that can come across a certain way, apprehensive it could to some people. Uh, so I would just try to treat that individual like someone that I really want to get to know. Treat them like somebody I want to get to know. That I'm, I'm eager and I'm, I want them in my life. Absolutely, love that, um, Mike. So you're in the finance industry. So what is the best way to talk to your partner about money? Uh, my first thought is kind of sad. The number one reason for divorce is financial. So therefore, uh, if you were talking to your partner about the seriousness that money is to you. And the type of lifestyle that you want to live, I'm gonna, you know, say that you're already doing those things, and they are completely against it. They may not be the person for you, or they still may be. They just may not be at that point just yet. I think what I've told you in the past is there's this beautiful game uh, by Robert Kiyosaki. It's called uh, Cash Flow 101. You know how to get out of the rat race. It's a, it is expensive. It's like seventy dollars, seventy one dollars on a uh, Amazon. I will. Buy it for you. Worth it. <laughs> it's it's absolutely worth it because you're just playing a game and it teaches you just certain things. It opens up your eyes. It teaches you how to do an asset and liability sheet, uh, P&L, and you get excited. And, like, when you know that you can do things with your partner, we use the term partner, right? We got to also realize that partner isn't – this is your 
life partner within relationships, but your life partner within business as well. Yeah. Right. And so I think your that when you guys. success is their success and vice versa. Yeah. The number, there's this beautiful, I took a picture of it. It's in one of my old phones. There's this rule of like, or just like 90 things that will make or break your life. Right. The number one, which holds like 70% is the person that you marry. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Facts. If you don't, if you don't get married, you don't get married. That's no, you know, then you can just skip that one, right? But that's what I would say. My best advice talking to your partner about money is just convey the seriousness that it is to you, and then you know, be lighthearted and play a game like cash flow one on one. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, I, I mean, the underlying theme right there is what communication, communication. right? It's yeah. like sometimes people are ashamed or one side is ashamed to talk about it, but that's only going to bring you more problems, right? I think that talking about it and setting expectations you know what i mean setting goals as a couple individually whatnot and talking about it i think that's probably the most important thing you know whether no. joint bank accounts you know whether to keep them separate whatever the case may be like you need to discuss those things no matter how hard uh that conversation may be about what you're saying right there there's a, there's this beautiful saying that i i just keep myself uh debt stands for doing everything backwards twice when it comes mm -hmm. to personal debt when it comes to other types of debt that's not the same but when it comes to personal debt doing everything backwards twice. And most of the time, when we buy this purse, when we buy the brand new iPhone, when we don't need it, X, Y, Z, what we are really doing is one of two things. One, retail therapy, right? Trying to uh, bring happiness in form of buying some new shit. And the, uh, the other is trying to impress people we don't really like with things we really don't even need. And so, what we're both saying is that ego that we have with a partner, you have to be 100 with your, you got to be honest to your partner and let that ego go to the wayside. And when we're able to do that, when we're able to let that ego go, we can flourish. And so that's what I would talk to my partner about. But last question, Brian, this, this individual says, I get so jealous when my boyfriend likes other girls' photos on social media. Any advice? <laughs> uh, yeah, you may have a, a, a reason to be jealous. I mean, she may. You got to confront this person. Like, why are you? I mean, I, I guess again, context. Is it like, is this? Are these randoms? Like, he's just liking, like, just some baddie. Uh, you Brian, know, I'm, I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help you out. Since we don't know, these are just some random baddies. Right. They're IG models. IG models. Okay. Some randoms yeah. that he ain't gonna be able to get no way. Yeah, I, I, I. No, 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 no. Let's make it harder. These are girls that he can't like. They got less than ten thousand followers. It's a possibility, and he's like so, those so. pictures. And like, does he know them? Does he not know them? He does not does know the them. Girl... I'll give yeah, you that. it's like, why are you liking random women's photos that you not like? And like, am I not good of like? I understand why this other person's jealous. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to confront that person about that and. Tell him to stop. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get why. Like, if it's somebody they know, it's a friend, whatever. They're supporting them. You know, their business or whatever. Like, whatever uh, brand they have. I mean, I, I guess that's that's feasible. But if this is just some random girl that lives across the country and he's just liking the picture because she she just looked good. Then yeah, I, I I'd feel a certain type of way about it. Vice versa, you know, if a man's liking a woman or a woman's liking a man's uh, pick, how, how would you feel? You just yeah, said I, you you feel you you yeah. would feel a certain type of way. How I, would you feel? I, I'd ask questions like, do you know this guy? <laughs> like, oh, do you fair. like like who who is he to you? Like, is he a you know ex boyfriend? Like, I don't know. I, I would want to know more. I would want to know more to get the context of why you know you've liked his last. 10 pictures you know what i'm saying like it's like are you liking my pictures like that <laughs> you know what i'm saying like shit you better be is, he, getting, my pictures is, like is that. he or she getting more love than than your own man or woman i mean i don't know i think i, I think i feel a certain type of way about that so yeah the the answer is if there's a reason to be jealous you know again based on the context like yeah you need to confront your man and see what his reasoning is like what well, uh, I mean, that's like, oh, baby, it's it's just social media. It's like, no, it's fucking disrespectful is what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
Brian know, like, what, like what do you say? Like, what, that's disrespectful like, what, what it is. <laughs> like what does the guy what does the guy say in that situation? Like, oh babe, uh yeah. Like No, this is what the guy says in that situation. He's gonna be like to this young lady, right? He's he'll probably be like, It's just Instagram. That's what he's gonna say. That's, <laughs> that's like the that's biggest the classic, cop out of all. Yeah, that's the biggest cop out. It's the biggest classic. Just babe, it's just Instagram. It's not real life. <laughs> but you know why? You know why? I, I you know why I don't like that? Because if she that the the like little IG baddie decided to DM his ass is no longer Instagram. You know how happy he gonna be? Oh. He gonna be like, how, oh my god! How quick would he be on to to move on? You know what I'm saying? And go, you know, explore. Uh, I think that's how she can come pastures. at it. I think that's how this lady can come at it because when he he's going to say it's just Instagram, and she's gonna be like, okay, what if she DMs you back? Then you, then I, you, you. I, let's be one hundred to the fellas. Like you know damn well you gonna you gonna DM her back. Yeah, no. I, let's flip it. So it's like, okay, Mike, do you want to go ahead and and like you know all these other women's pictures? I'm gonna go ahead and like all these shirtless thirst traps of other That's dudes. what like, are women you gonna be okay with. Thank it? you. That's what I was gonna say. That's what women need to realize, baby. Y'all literally have the power. You know how easy it is to hurt us, like. <laughs> Like, it really is. You a baddie. My girl a baddie, right? I don't care if nobody else in the world don't think my girl a baddie. To me, my girl a baddie. And so if if she don't like that I'm liking these girls' pictures, which I don't do, right? Like, when I get in a relationship, that, that shit stopped, right? My my little bachelor bachelor friends, I'm sorry. I'm, I might support it because it's, uh, you know, I know that's how you get paid, right? I want to help your engagement. That's about it. But my girl's the baddest, right? So, therefore, if she don't like that I'm liking other girls' pictures, if she started doing the same thing, but like only on like people that like your pictures or like some of the pictures that like some of the homies that I f- oh my God. I'm like, hold on, what you doing? What's going on, babe? What's going on? What are you doing? Oh, hey, but it's just Instagram. Yeah, it's, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> and that's how that's how you win that. But she could say, because I I when I'm in a when I've been in a relationship, I've never once in my life looked at who my girl is liking, what pictures. Never. That's true. That's I've true. never, not one time ever have I given a damn to look. Yeah. No, and that and that I, I guess there's something to be said about that, right? If like your girl is like showing you the trust, the respect, like in real time, real person, and you know that she absolutely one thousand percent loves you, it's like you don't have a need to go ahead and look. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. What she's doing. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly. Exactly. But now, granted, if you give them a reason to be jealous and you're distant, and like now all of a sudden you add everything up, and now she's liking other dudes' pictures, then you're gonna you have know, to ask some questions. It's like when I was in the military. Well, we would have inspectors every now and then, right? And when the inspector comes, they ask you one question. If you answer the question wrong, they start to dig a little bit more, and they dig a little bit more, and they dig a little bit more. And so you can take that same example and apply it to relationships. If you are giving your girl all the love and respect that she desires and, and deserves she's not look it, it's she's not gonna happen anything. it's not worrying no. about it and vice versa as well but let's get into these gyms you know and get up out of here homie uh so what's your gym for today oh man um i'm gonna keep it short and sweet man i'm gonna revert this back to my hot take um like we talked about man there is a reason why this saying is all over the internet Keep things to yourself sometimes. Like, no, no, no. When, no, no. What to divulge and what not to divulge. Like, like the saying goes: three things to keep private: your love life, your income, and your next move. There's a lot of je- jealousy and envy and hate out there, especially in the whole social media world. You don't need to be putting all that out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, work in silence. Work in silence. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, I think my gym for today will be for those in relationships. This is something that I do that you might want to do. Ask yourself, like, there's a mental clock in my head. Every three months, I'm like, what have I done for her lately? Mm. Love that. Like, what have you done for your your partner lately? Like, just do something. Do a small token. It goes a long way. I think I I put this one on my uh, my IG before. Like, just have the, the Uber Eats deliver your, your girl favorite coffee before she walks out the door. It's like that simple stuff, right? No, it's the little things. You're absolutely that, right. It ain't even You're like right. $5. It ain't going to be too, too much, right? And I feel like a lot of, you know, men and women in relationships, you know, sometimes you get complacent and you're like, all right, we're together. It's all good. Correct. But it's like you want to keep 
you know, you want to keep the relationship spicy and you want to do fire and desire, baby. And it doesn't always have to be like romantic shit. Right. I mean, it could be doing things around the house, uh, you know, fixing little things here and there or taking care of it, hiring somebody to do it, like taking the initiative uh, to do that. So I love that. That's actually great advice, Mike. You can set an alarm on your phone. Yeah, you know I'm really saying like, like four times like, a year. Right. Listen, I'm a guy. I'm forgetful sometimes. Like we're a, sometimes a little bit aloof. So no, there's but, nothing wrong with that at yeah, all. Yeah, like put a reminder in your phone, maybe a couple times a month, once a week. You know, ask yourself that question. Just have that right. pop up in your alarm. What have you done lately for your relationship? And then boom, yeah. right when that thing comes up, do a do little some. something nice. Do something. Yeah. yeah, love that. All right, guys, those are all the questions we can get to today. So to all of our listeners out there, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And thank you so much for tuning in. And of course, another reminder, guys, we are casting for The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So make sure to head to bachelornation.com forward slash apply. That's bachelornation.com forward slash apply. And again, you may find the love of your life. You never know. So go ahead and apply. Definitely so. And like today's episode, we truly do love to hear all your opinions, your questions that you have, your stories and your insight. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow. Message us on social at Talking Out BN on IG. That's Talking Out B as in Bachelor in as a Nation. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and listen to us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And baby, don't DM me no more till you hit that subscribe. Love y'all.